We're going to talk golf now, mate. And uh, do you want to introduce our next guest? Yeah, I had the privilege and honour of playing with this. Uh, he's still a young kid, uh, Zach Swanick. Heard so much about him, being a fellow Hawks Bay ball myself. You, you hear a lot about these young kids coming through that are they're doing extremely well. Well, Zach Swanick is one of those kids. He, and when I say kid, he's only just finishing school. I think he left early because uh, he's that good at golf. And he's got a big career ahead of him. He's obviously back-to-back champion at, uh, at high school level, under 19. He won it uh, this year down in Tamaru. He actually got a hole in one uh, in that final round too, Takata, uh, to win that event by nine shots. He's obviously just played over at the Australian Open and he had a hell of a first round card in five under. And he's on the line now. We're going to have a chat to him. Young Zach Swanick. How you doing, bud? Yeah, good, man. How are you? Yeah, good, good. It's it's been a few months since I've seen you. Plenty has been yeah, going on, mate. Um, look, just quickly, <laughs> tell us about that experience of playing at the Aussie Open and after that first round, what was going through your head? Uh, well, it was, it was an awesome experience, eh? Um, just getting just getting the opportunity to go over there and play with those those big boys, and yeah, that that mm. first round it was a it was amazing. Everything everything felt like it was in my hands. Um, yeah, the swing was smooth. I had everything under control. Mine was clear. So, yeah, mm. the first day it went really, really well. Um, I was feeling pretty confident going into the second day. Um, but, yeah, we played the Lakes first, and then we went over to the Australian. Um, and we teared off in the afternoon, and the thing that I felt different about the first day compared to the second day was just the atmosphere and the crowds. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, the crowds definitely got to me. Um the head started racing and the mind was going places that it shouldn't have. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it just ended uh, up with a ref- result. But. Uh, upon reflection, Zach, like have you, you've obviously spent a bit of time with Adrian Hinari reacting, reflecting on on what went on. Have you made some adjustments? Um, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to work on a little bit of the mental side, um, just trying to figure out how to shut those big crowds off because uh, I'd say further down the track they'll keep coming up. Um, and I just got to learn from this mistake and try to get better at it. Mate, you're a big time player, and the big time players want to play in front of the big crowds. You will take so much uh, experience from this uh, card, mate. I was watching it, and I was I was couldn't believe I was unbelievable watching you card sixty seven. And you look at the names that you you bet out. You know, you bet out Rob McIntyre, Dan Hillier, players that are qualified for the Open. Yeah. That must have gained yeah. you so much confidence. It did. It did. It made me feel pretty happy. Um, it just kind of made me realise that everyone, everyone's basically the same. Everyone can do it. Mate, it's so good for your future. What about? I've just seen that you've you've signed to go to Florida in twenty twenty four to play at the college. Yeah, man. Yep, yep. So uh, that's been that's been a dream for probably two and a half years now. We um we started the college process probably my third year in high school. Um, started looking mm-hmm. at a few colleges and trying to get my name out and yeah, Florida Florida was one of the last last um colleges who gave a bit of interest in me and yeah, the um it was actually during the floods. During the floods in New Zealand. Um, the college coach from Florida flew over and we met up in Manawatu, Wanganui. Um, and he came out and watched me play a few rounds in the Manawatu Charleston event. And we went out for dinner that night and he gave me an offer and I was saying nothing but yes. Hmm. <laughs> did, did it did it help get it over the line that you you're sporting one hell of a Mississippi mud flap, and I'm pretty sure they love that in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, kind of, kind of. Kind of, mate. Yeah, what, what do you know about the Gators? Because they've got a big football program, right? There's a big university you're going to. Oh, mate, it is huge. We uh, we went over for a visit in July, and honestly, um, we were walking under campus, and the football stadium holds like 90,000 people, and it's like triple the size of Hawks Bay, mate, so it's going to be different. <laughs> it will be, mate. It will be. In terms of, you know, when you, you got to play a few rounds um, and, and the coach comes and, and, and watches you play, I mean, is he coaching you at the time? Is he telling you what he wants to see or uh, pointing out things he, he reckons you could improve on? Or was he literally just saying nothing and watching what you did? Uh, he was just saying nothing and just watching what, what I did because uh, I wasn't fully committed by then. So he can't he can't tell me anything because um, I verbally I verbally contact uh, signed the contract in February and I just filled out my files and signed the contract fully um, around mid November early November so now it's now it's all go time um, and we can start talking about that side of that side of golf. So so what does it look like when you're you're over at Florida, you're at the college in terms of golf, are you studying at the same time? I know a couple of others that others that have done it. Nick Folk's been over there, you got Denzel Aramia that's uh, yep. over in the States as well. Like what does this pathway do for you and what does it look like? Uh, it just gives you opportunities. Um, America does everything properly. Um, or every all of the big boys are over there. Ninety three percent of PGA tour players come from college, so it's a pretty good pretty good cycle to go through if you want to become a professional golfer on the PGA Tour or Live. Um, and it just, they just help you. Because um, if, if I was to try to go pro through Europe and with my own pocket, it'll be costing a lot of money. Um, but to be able to get a full scholarship over to the University of Florida and have all those opportunities, have all those facilities there, um, it's just to create, create opportunities and make it a little bit, a little bit easier while I learn along the way. Feels like there's a whole bunch of Kiwis coming through, sort of around where you are at the moment in their careers. You know, we're seeing Sam Jones obviously uh, qualify for the DP World Tour, a bunch of others as well. What was that feeling like over in Aussie? Was it like that there was, a, you know, the Kiwi crew while you were over there? Because there seemed to be quite a few. Yeah, yeah, there, there was probably about six, seven of us. Um, it was, it was pretty good to see. It was, it was a pretty good feeling knowing that a lot of little small, small home New Zealand. There's a lot of good players coming out of it, and. Yeah, um, it was it was a pretty home feeling. You, you could go up to them and have a good conversation. You want to feel left out because um, when you're surrounded by all those big pros, it's pretty easy to be be a little bit shy and left out, um, especially a 17, 17 year old amateur. Um, but yeah, it just, it just felt like home and felt a lot more comfortable with them there. Well, Zach, what does the next couple of months look like for you? Is New Zealand open on the cards? It will be. Um, New Zealand Open is definitely on the cards. Um, I'll try to qualify for that one. I missed out. I missed out last year by one shot. So let's let's hope that doesn't happen this year, and I'll get in there. Um, but the next, right, the next couple be... months, yeah, the next couple months, I miss the at the men's and individuals at the moment um, with the Hawks Bay men's team, and then we'll have a little break over Christmas, um, and then head over to Australia to play the Australian Amateur and the Master of the Am in January. Well, we've had a message from Chris. He said, who does Zach think is Hawke's Bay's main threat for the interprovincial title this year? Main threat. Main threat. Yes, main threat. Oh, main yeah, threat. Threats. Oh, main threat. Oh, it's got to be Dougie Holloway, mate. Um, but our team, we, we lost to Auckland yesterday. Um, we, had a, we had a half against South on the first round. 
we beat um, Canterbury in the second round, and we lost to Auckland yesterday. So we got Aorangi and well, Aorangi, Waikato, and North Harbour left. So we've got to get a couple of good wins under under our belt to try try and make the semi finals, and yeah, we'll go from there. Beautiful. Well, good luck, mate. Fly that Hawks Bay flag with, with pride. Uh, speaking of Hawks Bay, just quickly, Andrew Hinari, your coach, will he be continuing his coaching with you while you head on your journey overseas? Uh, he will be. Yeah, yeah. So the so the college coaches they kind of they coach you in a different way. So they kind of coach you with the mental side of golf and a little bit of short game, chipping and putting, just a few tricks. Um, but every every athlete over there sticks with their. Um, coach they had originally. Zach, uh, before I let you go, I've got to ask you this question. I know you've played a few rounds of golf with Izzy, and uh, you know he, he, he just the one. He, he talks, he talks a big game, but you, you've seen him in action. <laughs> I did, I do not talk a big game, mate. Uh, I hit the yeah. odd one big, but that's it. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Izzy Long Dag, he calls himself. Uh, but <laughs> uh, um, is there anything that you noticed in that eighteen holes that you can say now on the phone? You go, hey, mate, you might want to try this to improve your game. You got any yeah, tips for Izzy, out, mate? Give me some tips. Mate, you hit a big ball, you can get it a lot down there, so all you got to do is work on those wedges. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, oh. if you work on those wedges, mate, that handicap will drop down. Guarantee. Okay, there you go. Just a little tip on my wedges. What is the key, mate? Because I tend to chunk it at the moment. Oh, I'm, did you, what, what did you it's notice? too much sour cream and cheese on your wedges. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you've got to practice. That's all you've got to do. I've been practicing for 13 uh, years and it's starting to pay off, so you just got to keep practicing. Uh, that's my problem. Nope, I don't nope, practice. Cool there you go. That's why it's a social game for me, mate. I'm not playing in the Australian Open. Zach, mate, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, keep keep going well. I'll be watching your career with interest. I heard so much about you, and it was an absolute honour to be able to share the fairways at Clearwater a few months back. So uh, all the best, mate. We'll keep in touch. Got your number now, so... Thanks so yeah, much mate. for your time. Awesome. Right, cheers, mate. Thank you. Have a good day. Yeah, you too, Zach. You too. And oh, great to chat to you know one of the young up and comers. I mean, that that's a cool opportunity, isn't it, mate? Going to Florida University, as he said, was it ninety seven percent of PGA players mm. go, coming out of university, mate? And that is that he's got the full ride too, by the sounds of things. Um, so he'll be set up post post that, regardless of what happens with his golf game, but. He's also not going to be, you know, doing uh, like how Foxy had to do it and put his hand in his pocket to try and qualify for DP Tour and do it that way. That's the biggest challenge, isn't it? Like, the biggest challenge is finding financially, funding yourself, trying to get around to these these world events, get around there without having to worry about living, travelling, etc., etc. Um, going to the college, m- mixing it with the big players, like... He mixed it with the big, big players over in the Australian Open. Like I said earlier, he beat Robert McIntyre, who's a hell of a player. He lost to Michael Hendry, who's qualified for the Open. Um, you got Dan Hillier. You got, who else we got? Um, Josh Armstrong, who I played with last year. Hell of a player. Braden Becker. Like, there's some quality players that he beat out. And if it wasn't for that second round 78, he missed the cut by... Three shots. Mm. He left a few out there. And it was great to hear his honesty in regards to the pressure. You know, when you're playing in front of 50 people, then on day two, you're playing in front of 400 people. It's a hell of a difference. He would take so much away from that. And golf is 
99.9% mental. And that's the thing too, you know, you come from this part of the world and he goes into, mm. the, into the US, that US system. The guys that'll be his teammates and he'll be playing against won't have had those opportunities yet because, you know, the US is just so big and there are thousands and thousands of players. Yeah, you're mixing it. You're, you're, you're a small fish in a huge pond, in it, when you're in, 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 in America, but you're at the foot doorstep. You're just going to walk through that door. All you need is one break. You look at Sam Jones with the mm. DP World Tour. He's finally made it. And I heard whispers that once you make the DP World Tour, they give you a couple of hundred thousand to, to re- help you with the travel, accommodation, living, so you can solely focus on playing golf. So the world's his oyster right now, Sam Jones, the left-hander from Taranaki. He's got a hell of an opportunity next year. And how good is it having a couple of Kiwis flying the flag on the DP World Tour? We are, we are in such a good spot now in terms of golfers around the globe. You've got Kazuma Kabori, yep. who's knocking on the door of stardom. Uh, you've got young Zach Swanick. Uh, you got Lydia Ko, who's still flying the flag over north. You've got Ryan Fox, who I reckon potentially could be our next major winner. Ah, it's such a good time to be a golf fan. Well, I tell you, with all these guys coming through, maybe not the next one, but maybe in a couple couple of years' time, all of a sudden the President's Cup gets more interesting for us. Oh, mate, don't get me started. Ryan Fox should have played in the last President's Cup. Mm. He should have been there, um, without a doubt. We will have potential couple of players playing in the President, President's Cup in the, mean, in the near future.